Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theo in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymecoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Let's play some sports ball. The Queens of Italy were tasked to do a makeover on some football players. So who scored a goal and who struck out? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Italia 2. And joining me is varsity bench warmer, Scout Sonner. How are you? That's, that's probably the best way to describe me. Yeah, when it comes probably. to sports, I think so. Um, I could have been. Oh, yeah. um, I could have mentioned your time in marching band. Um, it's a marching sport, right? It's a sport. I agree. Thank I was you. in March Man too. Thank you. Um, I was the Woodwinds captain Hello, my hi, senior howdy. year. Woodwinds captain. Ooh, I was the yes. tenor saxophone section leader. Well, we, we didn't have a huge band in high school. My um, high school marching band was giant. We yeah. went to London. We went to London for New Year's. Oh my god! My senior trip. That's so cool. I'm going to London. That is, in London. RuPaul wrote the song about my senior trip. Literally, actually. and that is such a great segue into something I need to share with y'all. Um, I have a GoFundMe out there right now. If you want to help support this trip to London, uh, offset some of the expenses that I've already thrown my money in, um, you can donate. Um, there's a link in the link tree in my bio on Instagram. And guess what? If you donate $15 or more, I will send you a block talk pin. If you donate $25 or more, I'll send you the block talk pin and the tea time pin. Oh, go get it. Deal. Go get it, people. Got, Michael. Got three donors Can so far. Across the pond. I'm Let's making go. money. Sort of, not really. Um, and there will be new other um, opportunities for merchandise soon. Uh, once Redbubble approves me and puts me out of um, timeout, um, you can buy t-shirts and tote bags and laptop skins with the Block Talk logo. Whatever you want. Mugs. I need like, I need to give myself a reason to make merch, but no t-shirts. T-shirts are, I'm done with drag queen t-shirts. So you're not going to buy a Block Talk t-shirt? I said drag queen t-shirts. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, there's the plug. People, you know what to do if you want to help support the pod. Let's do it. Um, and just get ready very, 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 very soon. I'm going to be begging you to vote for me for the Glam Awards. Um, that's going to be a fun battle. Congratulations on your second win, Lady Bunny and Monet Exchange. Uh, <laughs> oh. All right. Vote, vote, vote. It's your civic responsibility, people. It is. Um, six episodes in. Um, this one was crazy. There's yeah, it was a lot. Lots of things happened. Um, but don't forget, Scout and I believe that this is our favorite fever dream of a season. So it makes sense to that fantasy. It's, yeah, you know, it like fits the whole franchise. So yeah. All right. 
Good vibes only. Everyone has returned as there was no elimination. Scanna Love was nervous seeing Melania and Le Petit Noir standing there, and she d- didn't understand anything why that was like that. But Priscilla was such a sh- shitty, shitty cunt. What I, well, I have a question. What are your general opinions on when no one goes home? Are you like okay with it? It depends. You... It really, really depends. Um, really? It depends on when it happens, where it happens, why it happens. Like, I will still stand by it. And I know this is controversial. Candy mm. Muse should have gone home. Simone should have stayed. Candy Muse should have gone. We, did, we didn't need more of the Muse. Oh. Her time was up. I know. I will take every second of Candy Muse I can get. Thank you. This I elimination? Candy... This one didn't I make sense to me. Baby. Um, why um, we kept this... Joffrey another episode and just to humil- humiliate the kid? So that's um, exactly that's my thing. Is like I just I, I feel like in general I'm very much like when no one when when the same group of people are walking in the workroom I'm just kind of like all right like let's get to the challenge. I already know how they all work together. Okay, right. it, it it really it really honestly depends on the but situation. This was just this feels like a Joffrey um, baby. You UK four where we got the five twice. No, that one did not work for me either. Should have been Dakota saved. Oh, justice for Dakota Schiffer by yeah. all means necessary. Um, but yeah. Or I will tell um, them that yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Jeffrey is certainly there. That's true. Or I will tell them that they moved her with their heart and passion and reminds everyone watching that what they can do when they succeed. Of course, rightly so, Nalenia is a bit jealous of Petit's win. She wanted it. Um, we will see her cry. Um, is it over the heel or not winning? Probably a combination of both. Yeah. She was, um, she's, I think she, yeah, how long they've been there? They've been there for a while now. You got it. Um, mm. Remember, good vibes only. Uh, well, Joffrey and Confessional will tell us Nalenia always cries. I think crying is a good thing. Anyone who says crying is bad, it's mean. But you know who says crying is bad? The people yeah. who can't get themselves to cry on TV and make good television. That's They're the, the ones who are like, oh, she's doing right. too much. I'm like, baby, do more. You're a drag queen. So what did Petit win? Well, a thousand euro voucher. An envelope. Eden oh. Travels. And she shares that they'll do a season two holiday. And I'm like, bitch, if I want, I'm bringing a twink and that's it. We're going on fancy vacation for two. I li- No, I like, the, I like that they were like talking. They were just like, listen, we're all winning money. To go, you know, these these all fit a big vacation. Let's just pull the pull every pull the tips and take a break, gals. Now the queens are about to get out of drag, but no, 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 Mister Vito walks in and they're like, "Um, you can't see us like this, really hot man." No, they said, "Grab the wigs." <laughs> he will greet them all, and uh, literally, they're all drilling. I mean, I would too. Very sexy, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, he will tell them it was his first time, and it was really beautiful. Beautiful world has become a fan of the drag scene. He says it's his way of seeing the person beyond the costume and says he sees it as a healthy competition, but tells them it's time to press the accelerator as they have to be at their best. He then goes on to say that they need to believe in themselves because how can anyone believe in them if they don't believe in them first? He tells them to be readable and transparent and to cover their discomfort. Is he reading Joffrey right to her face? Didn't yes. they like cut to Joffrey? Like... Yes. Um, now suddenly, suddenly in some sneaky editing, as he's reading Joffrey, the diamond is having heart palpitations because she found love in a hopeless place. He just looks at her with those eyes and she feels sick. Um, if there was a celebrity 
who walked into the workroom that you just looked at, you would be like gut gone. Who who would make you swoon the way that Vito made them swoon? No, I feel like I just follow too many pop girls to like <laughs> know who's like you know. Is it Harry Styles, yeah. Charlie Puth? No. Sean Mendes. No, I don't know. Which one like of them? Childhood, most likely... if, we, if we go like childhood cr- crush, as far as like still being hot, I'll go Zac Efron. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, of the three I mentioned before, who's most likely to come out first? <laughs> I mean, Charlie feels like he's like posting like two more feet pick away from. Yeah, I think so too. Being legally out of the closet. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to see a little kiss in the hand from Vito to, to um, the diamond. And I'm like, that sealed the deal. It's a showman. It's officially. Mm-hmm. Now, as he leaves, they tell him he looks great in cream. And I yeah. think that double entendre was a great way to end the day. Boy. I was well, like, it oh, is a new right, girlies. It is a new day in the workroom, and the queens are skipping in hand in hand as they recite a little kid's rhyme. Do you have a favorite rhyme of all time? Favorite rhyme? Yeah, like a little nursery rhyme or a kid's like a little song. I don't know. It's probably something but like there's some like, like the do like camp cheers count? Sure. I like the banana cheer. Mm-hmm. I used to like, but that's not that's not like it like puts me to sleep. It's just like a See, I grew up on Rafi, and I think you're maybe a little too young for Rafi. I don't know who Rafi is. Um, but this is a little tangent. Um, I, I grew up on Rafi. Remember, like, it's just stuck in your head. You know, the things from childhood. Um, so when we were watching um, Drag Race Philippines, and they got to um, the last song of that uh, little musical, and she's singing quack, quack, quack. I was like, wait, 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 wait. That's a song that <laughs> I know, Three Little Ducks. And now I cannot stop ducks. listening to um, the Tagalong version of uh, Three Little Ducks. Thanks Incredible. to Drag Race Philippines. Um, and our the winner, impact. Precious the Paula impact. Nicole. Um, I can't wait to meet her at DragCon. She's so good. That'll be fun. Anyway, Melania is ready. She's charged. She's going to kick some ass and she's ready to win a challenge. If that ever was foreshadowing. Again. There are still six of them left, and for the first time in a long time, La Diamond does not see herself on the mannequin. It is Le Petit Noir this week. Um, it's just like if they did that on UK, it would be Danny Cheddar. Danny Cheddar. Danny Cheddar. What was it like? Only two weeks that there one of them three didn't weeks win. Where it was not one of them. Three. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the fact, or or maybe four weeks. I don't know. Whatever it was, but they were there for a long time. Lots of weeks. They like won everything in the end, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so Lord, I have a conspiracy theory. Maybe Nalenia didn't get the win last week because they couldn't put her T-shirt on the mannequin because they needed it for confessionals. I, that's. Did you stretch before? No, I yes, that's a wild conspiracy. I just love that the t-shirt is in both the running. I forgot she used her t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we going to do next? Well, Petite's a little scared. They've been on the wheel of fortune and turned inside out. They've run on a treadmill in heels. They swam in balls. What's next? Thrown out of a parachute, a jetpack. It's time to find out and sound the alarm. Priscilla's message is here, and she is looking like a Dolly Parton with a frock on. Um, the theme for this week is. <clears throat> 
drag in soccer ball, aka football. Um, did you play soccer as a child? Um, there was like two years that I played soccer. Mm-hmm. It was mostly just because like my uncle was the coach, so it's just like mm-hmm. I don't know. There were a lot of sports that I played for like one or two years as a kid. Yeah, none of them stuck. Now, our transition into our host's entrance is Nalenia humming the tune of Seven Nation Army, and I kind of live for it. Um, love that song, and it's crazy to know that that's become no, such an iconic sports anthem. We can leave that song in 2010. You don't like Seven Nation Army? I did for like a minute. Did you play it in so... college? Marketing? Yes! There was, um, <laughs> this is actually you know, deep lore about Scout. Um, there was one season where like the march the like football team or whatever had decided to do like a faster offensive like strategy or whatever so we had to completely change all of our down like the things that we played during downs and at the beginning of one of the seasons i can't remember what it was the plan was to play seven nation army during every single down but like (laughs) in between every single down but play it like faster every each progressive down we did it for like one quarter of the first game and i walked down to the like director and i was just like we can't do this anymore i was like I- I- i'm not playing seven like i was like we're all up there talking about how we're not playing this again um and then we never did it again uh but we played seven nation army probably like 40 times in one crazy game. tomaso arrives as he reminds them they are getting closer to the semifinals for this week's mini challenge he is going to test them on one of their five senses taste he informs them they will be blindfolded with their hands tied and in two minutes they have to figure out the foods they are eating on what you may ask oh just you wait now is this mini challenge or a kinky fantasy fulfilled on drag race what 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 was going on here this was i was a little uncomfortable Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i was like you're having them lick the pit Mm -hmm, crew mm -hmm. like what oh now the queens are going to leave and the table is set. And by table, I mean Giovanni, the little twink pit crew member. Um, I've now officially found out who he is because I went on the Drag Race wiki and there is a link to his Instagram. Do I follow him now? I sure darn do. God bless. Um, here are the items the queens will have to guess. And I know some of them are translation d- different, but um, for us Americans, this is what we got. We got hazelnut cream, um, biscuit Nutella, zucchini, Blue cheese, a.k.a. gorgonzola, garlic, mayonnaise, cucumber, mustard, peanut butter, ginger, tomato puree, guacamole, and chili pepper. It's such a weird, like, pantry, like... (laughs) Your mouth, that palate is fucked up after Uh, eating some of those. Um, I also would like to remind you that, first off, that little twink needed to ensure there was not a single hair on that beautiful body um and needed to be reset with these items six fucking times so it was fresh for each queen like how much did this kid get paid this is an internship he's 21 years old and i'm shocked hr is not like on top of this challenge it is something that happened for sure it is definitely there (laughs) now because we're going to keep this camp and kinky not only will we have the camera crew really get into the close-ups of our dear sweet giovanni they're also going to have the queens wear their blindfolds in confessional because why the fuck not 
but just having fun with them. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, when La Diamond enters, Tommaso wants to know how long it's been since she had a blindfold on, and she shares that it's private stuff. I mean, I would ask Scout the same question, but um, I'm pretty sure the answer is vanilla. Vanilla. It's a private. <laughs> um, now, the diamond will get tied by the buff daddy pit crew as she starts eating. Uh, she gets cucumber, peanut butter, and then tries to kiss Giovanni. And, well, the kid is flinching because he doesn't know how to handle it or move. Because if he does move, the food would go flying. Um, the diamond will go on to get the mayonnaise on her face. Um, and it looked like exactly what you thought it looked like. Ooh. Uh, Joffrey's up, and he will reveal that he has not, in fact, been blindfolded in a very long time. So we are learning much about these contestants in this challenge. Joffrey um, will get mayonnaise, cucumber, garlic, which he will spit out, ginger, and then he starts spitting in the direction of the table. Poor little Gio. Yeah, I was like, yo, careful. Watch your aim. Le Petit Noir is next, and I'm not going to lie, my favorite little twink of the season uh, looks very comfortable. Um being blindfolded and tied a fantasy unlock thanks drag race italia um she's just gonna start kissing up on geo's knee before getting to the blue cheese garlic cucumber peanut butter and then says her mouth is too full for more and then after watching giovanni just laughing as she's guessing wrong things priceless completely wrong things um also please note she is the first to say when she is allowed to remove the blindfold that she does not uh, and lets that daddy take it off while she keeps her hands tied. Uh, so she is confirmed sub bottom. <sighs> there it is. Now, if Petit Cannon. and Giovanni had a behind the scenes fling based on this interaction, would not be surprised. This was the two where I was like, oh, you two are very comfortable with each other. I got it. Now, Nelenia's yeah. turn. And before she begins, we'll ask if the ice cream cone counts. And we all know what that means. Yep. She gets the garlic, blue cheese, guacamole, ginger, and all while she's moving the table with her body. And of course, she too is happy to see little Giovanni just laying there. Um, She knew though. She, I guess, um, tasting that skin, she knew exactly who it was. (laughs) Scandalov is up and a little bit timid to play this game, uh, but gets cucumber and mayonnaise and then gets his Parmesan instead of blue cheese. And I have to question her so hard in this one because if the Italian can't tell the difference between those two cheeses, come on, Maybe she just, maybe she just, maybe she's lactose intolerant, you know? Maybe she doesn't eat cheese. You can be lactose intolerant because it's part of your identity is Parmesan. (laughs) Right. And she's another one who got poor Gio to just flinch the entire time. <laughs> um, and Aura is next. And she just, she dives in. She has a very specific technique she learned at the Motorway restaurant, uh, which I'm going to assume is the same thing as a truck stop. Uh, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Garlic, blue makes cheese. Sense. Mouth, wait, wait, wait. She's too close. She's going into the mouth. No, no. Tommaso literally has to come in and move her away. She's going to get peanut butter, mayo, and be the first to get the chili pepper. And in the end, the winner of this challenge is all the kinky men watching in Aura. Uh, that little mousy girl wins a pin as well as wireless speakers. You know, they're just throwing them, throwing whatever they can at the girls. Last week, the bitch gets a fucking scooter. She, this one's getting wireless speakers. That's not She's going to be a menace to her neighborhood riding around on that scooter blasting me. <laughs> 
Now, Daddy Priscilla has arrived to reveal this week's matching challenge as she brings out the Loop Roma five-a-side soccer team. The goal of this team is to promote the values of inclusion through the practice of sport. They will have to create an outfit for them and walk the runway with them. Oh, and make them over and drag. Um, knowing that it is sports themed, Scouty, how would you do in this makeover challenge? I mean, I guess if I had like a good costume that I brought from home, you know, like as long as I had something good. Mm-hmm. But those were some. <laughs> uh, can I ask what sport you would select? Marching band. <laughs> that shit is bananas b-a-n-a-n-a-s would they get it would they understand they'd be, or they'd be like no send her home the theme of the runway is dragon sports they will have to pick a sport bring it to the runway um and now after hounding the boys if they can walk in heels we will learn that david has experience as his girlfriend encourages him to do it is she still his girlfriend no she's the ex there it is Aura will get to pick her partner first and selects Francesco. Aura will then pick Petite to pick hers next, and she picks Andre. Petite will have Nelenia go, and she takes another Francesco. Uh, not surprised. This is Italy. Uh, right. uh, it's like what? Daniel. John. All right, there's a lot of them. Michael. Josh. Nelenia will, will has Diamond go next, who selects Danielle. Diamond picks Joffrey, whose partner will be someone whose name is not mentioned until later in the episode. And finally, Scott Love will pick, um, well, she's going to try to pick Priscilla, but it does not work. She's left with Davi, the um, boy in heels. <clears throat> Would you have picked anyone specific? Um, no. Yeah. They're all pretty, like, the same. Yeah, just generic soccer player was a very like was a very like even field it felt like i mean there was a couple of people who if you're gonna go to anyone you probably didn't want to go to the worst makeup artist but <laughs> yeah now it is time to get to know the partners and explore their drag abilities as we will see what some makeup looks on their face um cool strategy never seen this part before where they're just like yeah. hey i think practice makes perfect yeah i mean I can't, it can't be the first time no, that's like happened, but on screen it is. I want to. I want to. I want another. I want another. Like, give me like classic drag race reaction where it's some like someone who sees themselves in drag for the first time and they're like, Ugh. "You mean um, oh, no. Rose after being painted by Tina Burner?" Well, <laughs> we got a great meme out of that though. Yeah, Scandalove finds out that David is a size different than her, so they can make work. Joffrey will tell her person, who we still don't know has a name, uh, of what she wants to go with, and it's minimal but elegant at the same time. Poor dude has no idea what's about to happen to him. No. Now, in There's a move, so hope. yeah, in a move we've never seen, Petit is just going to draft out Andres' face to test out the shapes, and um, she will warn him that there may have to be some shaving involved, as she's known for her eyebrows that fly over her forehead. And I would be like, nope, this is a makeover challenge, but you're keeping those there. No, you can't shave this. No. no never. Like, Not a fucking chance. He has to go back to like life. Life. Like tomorrow. Right. Now, Davida will go for a little walk in heels. And Scott Love wants her to cross her legs as she walks and not crush scrapes. Um, hear that, Scotty? Um, that's the key to sissy that walk. What are you trying to say? Huh? You, you're say? like Bambi sometimes. Never. 
Rude, never. No, come on. Those early days, you were Bambi. I don't know what you are talking about. This Do I have video like of slander. it? Slander. Do this I have like video? Um, no one will ever know. No, no I guess not. Um, he's going to be called uh, Fiona from Shrek. I wouldn't go that far. I think Bambi's cuter. Fiona. Oh, nasty. Now, Nalenia will show her Francesco some shiny boots. And I was like, no, those are not too much. They're just a crazy much. <laughs> Now, Laura's going to show her partner this cage, this cage look, like a hoop skirt type thing. And she's like, this gives a bit of air as it's nothing too elaborate. We're going to go watch or go through her wardrobe and clearly know that she was not prepared for this mini challenge, maxi challenge, or any challenge, as she doesn't have a real matching look to go with this look she's going to ultimately have. She got nothing. What we will learn here is that Francesco wears a binder, so they're used to discomfort. And a binder is a containment band that compresses the chest. It's used for Francesco to feel better in their path. Um, as we are going to learn that Francesco is trans. Nice. Love it. Now, Joffrey has her partner towered over her as she reveals that he will wear a corset to get the waist and put some hips on too. And I'm like, Joffrey, have you ever done either of the above? No. Just running into now, this blindfold like the challenge. We will challenge, say, just... she, she will say her idea is to turn Thomas. We have a name, Thomas. Thomas, there it is. Uh, she's going to turn Thomas into a female drag queen, a feminine Joffrey with some androgyny, which is Isn't all funny like... when we get to the runway. <sighs> Evil. Petite will ask her partner if he's ever done drag makeup, and he says yes. He will tell uh, she will tell him that she has to make all her features disappear, which means get rid of the beard um, and glue the brows. Go get some. Um, oh, I'm sorry, this you have was to go get surgery. You have to go get yeah. your jaw chiseled down, bud. Um, Diamond will call her newfound daughter La Golden, La Golden and La Diamond. How fitting! Um, just like Scout and Trout. Hey, Scout and Squirt. squirt. The Diamond reveals that she is more or less the mascot for the Roma team as she has done shows for the footballers' parties. Now, when I say the mascot, does should that mean like mascot or like, you know, mascot? Lol, lol, lol. I thought this was a classy place. Hey, I don't know. I don't know what they do in Italy. This is family. Um, no, no, it's not family programming. We have... Girl, after this episode, it's definitely not. They just licked a man. <laughs> Listen, if Republicans are going to try to ban drag, this is the episode they're going to show on the floor of the House and Senate. This is the episode. Um, We're going to see a glimpse of Andrea with some lip on, and he's like every twink's first time in drag. (laughs) It was Um, so tiny. But like, this is a draft. It's only, we're we're just trying to. I know, but oh, it was was so funny. We're going to learn that Andrea will be a belle soir, meaning who is always beautiful, but a little more at night. It's like, okay, that's the definition. Right. Now, we learned that this team was formed as they always wanted to play football or soccer, as um, the American gays need to know, because you're all sport illiterate. They knew, cultured. they knew it was important to create an environment where they felt protected and to play free from prejudice. Have you ever joined any um, uh, gay sports leagues? Well, gay sports leagues, no. Don't get me started. I know a bunch of them who, a bunch of friends in D.C. who are part of the Kickball League. I also know a lot of people in the Kickball League. Do you know who used to play in the Gay Kickball League before they moved from D.C.? 
Ah, Joe Biden. No, Carla from Survivor. She played played in the DC Gay Football League because one of my guests uh, played against her. Love that. Yeah, crazy, Uh, right? Team Carla. Yeah. All right. The doors (laughs) swing open and it's Uncle Mariano, a.k.a. Daddy Priscilla. Oren's kind of love her first. Oren's thinking of a silhouette and structure and imagined gladiator and soccer player. Historically, Francesco is a mistress of hers. The trophy wife and go by the name Proxima Eterno. Okay. Mm. Scandalove is up, and we learn that the beat is very calm and calm and curious to see himself in drag. Scandalove was conflicted whether to be in contrast and be like showgirls and work with the brown and brunette. Priscilla will tell her to find the meeting point of the two characters as the outfits don't need to be the same, but Scandalove is working to make sure her and Castanov fit together. Uh, next up, we have the laws of the season. Um, that's Diamond and Petit Noir. Um, Priscilla's going to spot an eye on Andrea. Uh, and Petit will mention that she is deciding whether or not to use a wig or the natural hair of her partner. So Priscilla will give her some advice as she's about to get a bit hazy on this little um, soccer boy. Right. She will say, since his hair is shaved on the side, to do a crest with the hair. Um do you have you ever done that kind because your hair was probably about the same length um yeah no sure no no uh petite will share that the sport she chose requires a certain composure it's rhythmic gymnastics so um yeah rhythmic gymnastics that's a choice i mean i like watching at the olympics yeah i don't know it just seems i guess it is like I guess you can make it draggy, but... Yeah, <laughs> we're going to talk about it. The Diamond has her partner's half-face fill, filled with glitter. She says their team is a winning combo as they're both Sicilian, they are both of the same soccer team, and the sport they'll be portraying is soccer. You know, how is Danielle feeling? How knowing? convenient. Mm-hmm. He has to pull on the feminine sign. He's fine. And the Diamond reveals that he has little skill. We will watch him walk, and it's not half bad. Just work on the elegance. And finally, it's Nalenia and Joffrey. Uh, and Nalenia's Francesco is still unshaved. He is gradually ready to part with the beard. Uh, to go along with the Sailor Moon motif, he will be known as Fantasia. The sports Nalenia has chosen is fencing. Have you ever fenced before? I've never fenced. No. I feel like I learned a little bit of fencing in day camp, like summer camp. Uh i didn't you didn't do it in your boy scout camp no you didn't play with each other's fan uh uh uh, what are they called the the the, um the the, the swords i don't know Um, no i don't think i've ever fenced priscilla will ask if there's connection between the two of them and refers to her as the comedy queen and in true comedy queen fashion she starts to have a screaming fit a la her snatch game character she tells us that when she's a comedy called a comedy queen, it is taken for granted for what she does. The effort she puts in to be right in the comedy challenges are not recognized. Now, Joffrey, Priscilla will say that she wants to understand why her partner wasn't one with a beard. We will have no concrete answer besides the name of Thomas will be Joffrey. It's like mm-hmm. Jeffrey with a Y at the front. The kid has no answers for anything. He's just homeboy's just there on vibes now jeffrey has selected american football because she's from new york duh duh 
She shares she wanted to show the difference between football and rugby, rugby as they are very different things, which are facts. Yeah, I guess that's... Now, before Priscilla goes, she tells them that they have to have a story on stage and it is important. But now that they're alone, Elenia has a semblance of what her partner is going to look like, and that's beautiful. Now, we're going to take it to the main stage to practice that walk. This is the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. Aura really wanted to say that. I mean, same. What do you think the chances are I can somehow get a tour of the Drag Race UK season five set while I'm in London? I don't know. It's not like uh, you have to turn your phone in. I will do that. Honestly, can't Michelle massage the season. Listen, here's what we're going to do. We are going to say we are going to have a fan finally judge on the judging panel for a week. All right. Let's do it. Right. Um, Aura says that that teaching drag art to a neophyte is quite curious. We'll get a montage of everyone in heels and trying to maneuver in them. And the queens keep saying it's painful and it hurts. Is that encouraging to aspiring drag artists? Or is that just to be like, do not start drag. No more drag babies. We're awful. One in, one out. Yeah. Um, Do you have uh, new drag babies popping up in DC? Not mine. Well, not yours, but in general. I don't have any drag babies. Um, I mean, I know that there's always. been some new recent drama in the drag scene in the DC. Um, uh, someone said a bad word. Okay, start in. Uh, you're not on after the, I, I did not hear Not anything. on the hot mic. No one, no one's told me anything. Yeah, you know, we have our, we have, you know, things happen here. Do I know, know the person? Uh, yeah. Huh? Oh, I can't wait for this conversation. All right, Petite is anxious as she knows that her partner's performance will affect her in the challenge. Diamond is worried that her partner's posture is still too masculine. And not gonna lie, Petite's partner was kind of giving me cutesy vibes. Like, um, I will take that wink at the end of the main stage any day. Very fun. Yeah. How would you instruct me to walk in heels? How would you know. teach someone to walk in heels? My, uh, you know, just... Don't fall. Sissy, that walk, girl. Just feel it, honey. Oh, boy. I don't know. I'd probably be really bad at I'd probably be, like, in panic mode and wouldn't be cute. Well, we've learned in this segment. someone who knows how to walk in heels. Yeah, I'll find someone. <laughs> we will learn in this segment, if you're not having fun, you're not doing drag. Strike a pose. Is that fact? If you're not having fun, you're not doing drag? I've done drag plenty of times when I wasn't having fun. (laughs) I don't know what they're talking about. It is a new day in the workroom and the transformation is about to begin. But she tells us that Andrea is ready for any artistic expression and that makes her feel seen and heard. Nalenia gets along with her partner who is kind and sweet and wants to do a good job. Could you imagine a makeover subject coming in and fully coming in to sabotage the challenge? Like, that is a twist I think we need to see in a future season. I mean, the poor girl that it would happen to. I'm here for a mole, mole, mole. And a mole. Remember when BB Zahar Bidet was a mole? The mole. Come on, I'm here for it. We, at some point, we got we to gotta shake things up on the U.S. season. We're getting very high in this the numbers. We'll figure something out, you know. Or I will chat with her partner about the transformation and the bond they are forming. They say it's the first time they've ever let anyone do their makeup. Last time someone tried, they didn't live in the situation well. 
Ora says what she likes seeing about them is the power that they have in making the decision they are making and says it's an honor putting them in makeup. Ora tells her um, that she puts on her skin and it's just an accessory and does not scratch the masculinity and it, it embellishes what's inside. Francesco says they have been inactive for a long time until they came to their decision to take a certain path, now with the awareness of a manhood, so they have no problem with makeup. Now, after being complimented for being amazing, Lathiman explains to her partner that she came to the art of drag as exactly that in art. It's a passion just like their passion for football. We learn that drag was a salvation for Lathiman. She says that there was a moment of darkness when she moved from Sicily to Rome. Drag gave her a boost to help face reality and the container that is a drag queen is a lot of things for a lot of people. She was a reference point to kids who talk to her. She empowers others and it's something she finds absurd. Aura will tell her that she's the same view that she has for her. Lathiman explains that they didn't even know each other but they found a lot of things in common with a similar interest and view of art. She says she sees in Aura the little boy she was, full of talent, who faces a completely new and big world. The Diamond will stop all progress in the room to make an official on-air announcement. She shares that she wants to make an official request of one of her competitors. The Diamond is asking Aura to become her drag daughter. How cute! On TV. In the middle, uh, of, a, in the middle of competing against her. The that's wild. How you propose to your future drag child? Not on TV. Not in the workroom. No. No. Now Against let's my say... fellow competitor. No, ma'am. Well, okay. Here, here, here's the scenario. Finish let's say you are on Drag Race, and another competitor is on Drag Race, named like Nicole Anoscopy, and she's like Scout's honor. I want you to officially be my drag daughter. Oh my God! You I'll would say like... no. I'll be you like, say I'll, no. say, I'll say yes the day after I beat you in this competition. Wow. Okay. Wow. Fighting it's words. Miss Onoscopy. Um, You're going to be my daughter. <laughs> could you imagine? Oh my God. That's, we living in the upside down? Uh, hey, once I, you know, once I win Drag Race, all rules are out the window. That's true. Um, Aura will reveal that there have been many that have courted her, but her choice was the diamond, while the others will remain in her heart as aunts. Nalenia tells us that she proposed to become her artistic mother, but alas, she was rejected. That would suck. A little bit, right? Yeah. It would not be fun. Let's get to the runway, babies. Priscilla looks incredible in this blue and pink number. Like she looks like a fairy princess, kind of like um, 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 I don't know, like kind of like Giselle in. Uh, enchanted just give me the I didn't like fun it. vibe you didn't i like didn't it. like it why didn't you like it i don't know it's just a little like it just felt like the finished i don't know i felt like it was like a good idea but it was just like finished weirdly on I the also, panel oh, what never mind never mind, never mind. <laughs> On the panel, we have Kiara Fancini who is back with a headpiece that is full of balls it's back on her head um, does she look like a referee in a Lady Gaga music video? Yes. She, yes, she does. I'm, I love her. We have Tommaso Zorzi, who is looking prim and proper in a sparkly blazer and a tie. And joining them is a legendary comic, Claudia Gerini. All right. I'm warning y'all. I love Drag Race. But this is the worst ever runway. 
ever. It's bad. Category is drag in sport. In honor of the runway, we are going to play goal or penalty. Goal or penalty. Oretano and Proximanetano. Laura did uh, Proxima Dirty while she highlighted oh. all of the areas in her face that should have been sculpted to look differently. And I'm talking about the nose. Uh, I think Aura's look as a singular look is phenomenal. Um, Jansport is quaking. Uh, I guess like the pink cage is as close as we're going to get to like a soccer net. The rest of the look has it nothing was, to yeah. do with sports. Um, there's no cohesion in my eyes. While Orta did paint her well, there's just no family resemblance. Yeah, it's this outfit doesn't. These outfits do not go together. But like hers is fine, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't really like like socks and shoe combo, but <laughs> I think like, I don't know. I think overall, it's just like there's too many things going yeah. on, and not they're not going on in the right way. Kamasa says she is very good at playing with proportions and knows every square centimeter on her body perfectly. He says her look is perfect in simplicity and emphasizes the right, right spots and covers the right spots. He says it's hard to wear a helmet and look sexy and not like you're balding. Claudia says he ha- she had a very witty, very ironic, funny attitude. She says Proxima went for it and did a good show. Uh-uh. Penalty. Yeah. No. Penalty. Missed. Mm-mm. The audience, twenty-seven percent goal, seventy-three yeah. percent penalty. Melania and Fantasia, and here we go. This one was phenomenal. I think there's not only cohesion here, but there's a story and something fresh from these looks. I love that we have the matching color schemes with a pop of color being the purple hair. The pearls on both looks lie perfectly into the same story. And the puffy sleeves, come on. I think the mustache in Eleni is very cute. Solidifies her as a campy queen for sure. The look on her partner is very elite and high class, though the exposed corset will get a very rare pass for me because it mm. is white and it blends in. Mm. Um, this was fun and cute and much deserving of the victory. You know who, you know who's, you know who's going to want both of these looks. Scott's honor or Seraphim? Seraphim. Yeah. But I do love the purple. I do love white with purple. It's, it's um, no, so they're pretty. so cute. They both look good. I again, corsets aren't belts. I agree. I've I've said it many times on podcasts, and um, Amanda Masker, don't hate me again. I, it's you can't expose corsets. It's not a thing. Um, <sighs> yeah, but unless it's part of the look, this made it part of the look because it blended it in and was part of the monochromatic. And it's like I'll justify it that way, but I still hate it. I think one of the other things too is that like if you got rid of that corset with a belt. Then you only have the boots tying like that white over to. I mean, it does work well. Yeah, but I don't know. Of course, it's about. <laughs> Kiara says that she tore her apart and looks like a little bit like Sailor Moon and the White Rabbit and Queen from Alice in Wonderland. She says the chemistry was wonderful. Priscilla says she was has one word for her: radiant. She says the costume is fabulous and the reference was clear. She says she was wearing the outfit, not the outfit wearing her. She says she got her sister involved and congratulates her for that. It's a goal. Yeah, goal. You did it, girl. Audience, you your motherfuckers. That. 50% goal, 50% penalty. Rude. The diamond and the golden. I think this is a very strong overall concept. It's up there as they both look expensive. Do I see soccer in both looks? 
Probably not, but we're going more for the world of the Rome mascot with elements of the sport as accessory. Uh, the net as a cape was wild, not expected at all. The golden is golden. She's got so much gold on that body. I just wish the bottom had a bit more of it because like all you see is the cat suit and a jiggly butt. And the diamond is the star here. Like though those white boots could go, I think everything else is extraordinary. That corset is stoned for Phil. Very much. Um, there, yeah, there was uh, very good together. Yeah. Um, would you ever wear a stoned Syracuse Orangeman corset? I yeah. I have a um. I have a. I still have a. The the marching band caps. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I still have one of those that has the Syracuse logo on it. I could stone it. Hey, stone drag on LA. Let's do it. Uh. Are you showing up at a rhinestone marching yeah. band hat? Do it. The S stands for scout, actually. There it is. The Masa says they had to explain the She-Wolf of Rome in reference to him, and now he appreciates even more. He notes that the fact that La Golden could not walk in heels, and they decided to highlight it and made it partic- peculiarity and a funny thing and the best she could do. Claudia says she was an appropriate uh, a prep apparition and was a bit biased as she loves the Rome team as the world won her over immediately she found the choreo funny and found them coordinated despite not knowing how to walk um good looks Smart. great looks fun Smart. looks it's a goal yeah it's a goal audience 64% goal 36% penalty Joffrey and Jeffrey um so like she said let's pull the feminine out of you and turned her partner into a glam rock star of the 70s and 80s with a foundation that was ghastly with absolutely no highlight or definition. Not sure what football reference Jeffrey, I'm sorry, Jeffrey has, but it's not there. I can tell you that. As the queen, you should always be able to look good in this challenge. And here, Jeffrey, Joffrey is being a spiked lizard with shoulder pads and helmet, but I'm going to say it. The biggest atrocity is the bitch is on drag race and is wearing a New Orleans Saints jersey, which is gold, not even matching the silver on her partner, but there is not a single fucking rhinestone on the jersey. It is nope. literally off the rack. Out the package. Out the even package. I'm stoning my Block Talk hockey jersey for drag con to filth. Yeah. I don't know why they kept her for this episode because it just makes her look abysmal in this challenge. Yeah. I don't know. It's not good. It just looks like this was just like, again, it looks like something that she had, but she just was like, all right, well, I can make it work for this. Looks like shoulder pads, bam, football, bam. Like, it's not good. And those I, boots that she put on her partner. Ugh. Like, tell me he did not no, look ma'am. like um, Paul Hollywood. <laughs> Yikes. Like, yeah. this was bad. It was really embarrassing, yeah. but it's the jersey that got me. I don't know how it cleared um, um, uh, uh, and not had to pay rights for it. Like, I, I just don't get it. There's nothing on it. This is drag race. I don't know. Uh, maybe they just couldn't get one of the soccer players to tap out. So they're like, all right, well, we got to have six. Oh, and now I bet. so in front of homeboys I mean, wishing you tapped out right if i were yet free i was like no i cannot believe this is with me for the rest of my fucking life like, oh, this happened Rashida says she missed her presence on the runway she says the dress was very dramatic and a representation in jeffrey 
what when you pick to wear something dramatic she expects her to be able to interpret it she says the dress wore her claudia says the dress gave her Always no does. fluency in walking and keeping in time she says maybe she hasn't seen a full show Kiara says that she believes she is always true to herself and can see it in Yuffrey. She says she is less explosive than the others, but says it's in line to who she is and she cannot ask her to not be who she is. Girl, stop babying the kid. I was just like, you, this cannot keep happening. Just like, send her ass home. Bye-bye. It's, it, Bye-bye. it's, it's a penalty, penalty so badly. There's so many violations. The audience, 14% goal. 86% penalty. Whoever was very nice here. Um, Y'all doing some good drugs. <laughs> Literally. Scum the love and cost the love. Um, I did not get rugby from this, but rugby is also not in my repertoire, so I will say that's my bad. Cost the love and a bowl cut, though. Oh, that is a boot. The <laughs> leotard, not cute. I think this was a very bold sporty look from scandal love i enjoyed the sl on the jacket with the letterman jacket look and it was it was fine but there was just no cohesion here also the black converse heels so typical how many drag queens do you know uh, probably all all right all right do you um, own them yeah you were there when i bought them i know i know um, you're a um, baby then you know what she you know what scandal love kind of looks like it looks fair it's, it's giving very berries and cream uh-huh is would you wear a wig like that it literally looks like ramen noodles it does um i mean i've i you know like the first wig i ever wore was a mop head at camp so it was clean it was clean it was new it's fresh Kiara says she always makes her laugh and is full of life. She says she reminded her of 80s movies, and we will learn that Scott Love was born in 1988. Kiara says that she recognizes her in the walk and her smile and the way she builds the character she interprets. Tommaso says he has problems with the proportions. He says the gaither is very high when Love picked leggings. He says she could have done more as far as Costa Love. He thinks she is not bad in heels. He says the wig cracks him up. Skandalov says that she wanted to represent femininity in the hair, but still give it a stronger hint. Um, Skandalov, this is not the wig for you. No, no, no. no. It's a penalty. No. Penalty. Please. Audience. 31% goal. 69% penalty. Mm -hmm. And finally, La Petite Noir and Belle Soir. I mean, I see rhythmic gymnastics in the look, but I also see a hard walk around look you put on after the gig before you packed, um, picked up your check. Um, Petite looked fine. I feel like this is something we've seen from her before. So it's not very revolutionary. This was an easy look for her to do. But the fact that her partner was literally freaking aboard, like there was no shape, there was no padding. Um, the mug was beautiful, but there was so much body that you got distracted before you even color and it's not the same color she kind of reminded me if beverly kills and la grande dame had a baby oh my god it was yeah this was very i was this is like a skinny tiny little like plank of a human but the story had insight the story i did not get i did not understand um apparently she's the end of the ribbon what sure Mm-hmm. Is this a situation of, oh, no, I don't have a look for you. Let's create something yeah. in, in, on the spot. What have I got laying around? 
Priscilla says she created a story that she, that can get straight through to the judges. She is struck by the makeup and the wig and is nothing short of fabulous. She says Belsoir is beautiful. They all understood that Belsoir was her ribbon. Claudia liked her a lot as she gave a lot of rhythm as she moved with elegant posture as a gymnast and dancer. She says Belsoir charmed her completely and had a wonderful face. And I'm like, oh boy, I don't think we're watching the same show. It's a penalty. Uh, yeah, penalty. Audience, 29% goal, 71% penalty. The makeover guests are then thanked and kicked out. Like, no workroom chat, get out of my pub, go play a football match. Let's peace. The diamond in order eternal safe that leaves Millennia, La Petite Noir, Scandalove, and Joffrey as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Because I do not. Uh, I, I Like, La Petite Noir and La Diamond needed to be flipped. Yeah, I can do that. That's fair. I'll give you that. Now, in our little untucked junior, Joffrey will note that she knows that Le Petit Noir and Elenia were the best in the week, so she is not dumb and delusional. She knows she's in the bottom. She knows. They're going to open a bottle, but the tension is still high in the workroom. The friendships are there, but so is the competition. Even though every time it goes wrong, Elenia is feeling calm. Petit does think it is Millennia's night. They're going to cheers to the wolves. But the discussion is going to turn to Joffrey, who Petite notices turns off in the workroom after the runway. She says that she is actually very, very satisfied. In her opinion, she made her opposite feminine, so she's very proud. May I recommend a good eye doctor for you? Because I think Joffrey is blind. I don't know. I mean, she's been thinking she's been doing her own. It's just... I, Are I, people gaslighting her? This. Are people just not being honest? Why? I've given up long before this. It's... Now, Joffrey will tell the group that her partner told her that she makes him feel good and safe and never felt more comfortable. And I say maybe Tomas just felt horny. Maybe. Who knows? Scandalum notes that she had a very nice partner with a pretty face to fix and make up, and she found him to be very witty, and it was a pleasant meeting. Petit says that there are two episodes left, which means that the semifinals and then the finale, meaning Aura and La Diamond are set for the semifinals. She's going to be following in her mother's footsteps. Ugh. Love this for them. Could you imagine if the setup for next week is the two of them in the bottom lip singing against each other? Right. Right. The queens return as Priscilla has made some decisions. Millennia finally gets a W. She wins the week, and I am so oh, happy. Congrats, girl. You no longer qualify to win the season. <laughs> no one does, technically, then. Um, the Petite Noir is safe that leaves. What are you talking Joffrey about? What are you talking about? Scandalove is right there. Oh, that's right. Scandalove. I forgot about her. Oopsie. Um, Noir is safe. That leaves Joffrey and Scandalove as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. The song is Pem Pem by Aletra Lamagini. Are you ready for a fun fact? Yeah, hit me. If the name Aletra, Aletra Lamagini sounds familiar, it's because that was Laquisha La Bamba Snatch Game character last year. There it is. Boom. There it is. Boom. Um, so this is like Italian RB, but like not. It was very yeah. modern, and Jeffrey's just not up for this challenge. Like, did not know the words almost as badly as Raja fucking O'Hara didn't know Skater Boy. Go back and watch. Why are you she bringing this? Why are you bringing her into this? Did not know the words. I do not. Why are you bringing care. her into this? She and I are almost the same age. She should know that back and forth. I know that song still. It was my high school years. Leave her out of this. 
watching Joffrey was like a twink at a Manhattan bar brought up on stage to lip sync for a shot. Me. There for a good time, not a long time. Me. <laughs> um, was I mad watching Scandalove shake her ass? No, not at all. That's fun. It's a good nice time. Butt. Um, in the end, the awkwardness is over. Joffrey is eliminated. Scandalove is in the semifinals. And then we're gonna get a breakdown from Joffrey. Yeah, we sure did. Like, I get it's a tough experience. You don't want to say goodbye, but I understand, I guess. GTFO. Yeah. Okay, burning questions. Are you ready, buddy? Hit me. What is Joffrey's legacy? Oh. I'm just never going to say nice things about you. I, I think Joffrey is probably one of the most peculiar Drag Race contestants. Yeah. Um, Because... You don't have to fit the mold of Drag Race. We have learned that a lot this year. Yeah. You have artists kind of like a Cheddar Gorgeous who defies the rules of femininity and masculinity when it comes to drag, but presents it in a way that is artistic. Joffrey didn't do that. And like fun to watch, yeah. Yeah, Joffrey didn't do that. And um, it's one of those situations where I don't know, maybe watching it back, reading Reddit, I don't don't know what it's going to take but I don't know if there's going to ever be a change. Yeah. Um, because you want the best in everybody, but I just don't see Joffrey adjusting and maybe drag as we know it in the drag race realm is not for them. Maybe not. Keep making designs for the Boulay brothers. They, that. They need it. We got a roast. We next need week. designers. <laughs> we got a roast next week. Who, who will shine it? Who's going to go by? I mean, I assume Nahalanya will do well. She's I hope do she well. does well. She's naturally. Um, and I mean, what La Diamond won Snatch Game and the Improv, so that's true. I think the Nalania La Diamond are going to be good. Um, I'm worried for Aura. Oh yeah, she's um, going to look pretty. I hope, but yeah. Um, Petite Noir, I think, could be mediocre. Fine, she'll be safe. Um, I think Scandalove, I just don't know. I we don't know anything about Scandalove, yeah. After six episodes, the winner of the season is I'm gonna stick with I'm sticking with the diamond, yeah. I'll keep it there. I'm gonna stick with the diamond. I I do, I haven't seen um, anything that's that's I mean, congrats on your win, Nahalanya, but. Yeah, I, I think just storytelling-wise, especially this week, getting the conversation we did from the Diamond in the workroom, which we had not gotten yet. And that was my yeah. issue, is we haven't learned the backstory, but now we finally yeah. got a little bit. Um, hey, it could come down to who wins next week as well, if it's between the two of them and Millennia sneaks in a win. It could be very different. Yeah. Um, if the Diamond wins, then I think we're... I think it's runaway. Yeah. But isn't that what we said about um, Faria the Kant last year? Oh. Oh. Anyone's guests. Priscilla, don't fuck this up. Listen to your dear friend. Listen to going us. to guess next week. Supreme Deluxe, one of the best judges in franchise history. Let her guide you to good decisions, please. Oh. Help you. I'm just so excited for this combination. I cannot yeah. believe we're getting Supreme Deluxe on the show. Um, That's fun. Does she know Italian? Does she gonna speak Spanish? How's it gonna work? I don't know, but I'm very excited for it. Who knows? But I'm excited to see her. All right, Scouty. December. It's here. 
What's here? Any new gigs for the holidays? No. no okay, no, fine. No. What's your socials in Venmo? At Scott Sonner, Instagram and Venmo. Um, you know, I'm sure I'll do drag again eventually. At some I hope point. so. I hope so. Scott, uh, I'm too pretty to not do it. Yeah, it's very, very true. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me again. Thank you.